A Walk Among the Stars, The Monsters, The Paranormal, and Supernatural. Join your tour guides, Justin and Josh, on this cryptic journey through life and beyond. What you may not know is you've been on this journey for a long time, and you finally arrived. Join us and our cult by subscribing to this podcast and giving us a generous five-star rating. With doing so, your soul will be set and the afterlife defined. Welcome to It's Cryptic Out There. Welcome everybody to another episode of It's Cryptic Out There Podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Josh is on my phone right now. <laughs> That's right, it's me. Hello everybody. This is the 50th episode. Yeah, yeah. Kind of crazy. I guess we we decided to do something big, but I guess we weren't really planning for it either. No, it was kind of just like a... Let me take a shot at, you know asking this and it turned into you know something big which is pretty awesome yeah it was a good overall experience it was it was and for the viewers yeah the setup's kind of different at the moment we're trying to like you know i guess remodel in a way <laughs> this is kind of like our since october's coming up and we got a lot of stuff planned like this is kind of our week to I mean, we recorded on what Thursday, and then we did what we did this on Saturday. So yeah, you know, like we're we're just trying to get ready for other things. Right, right, and um, other things and better things, <laughs> I guess. Right. I guess. Right. For sure, better things. Uh, I think we're just gonna start testing ourselves, trying to be more creative, just see what we can do, like. You know, it's an exciting time. Absolutely. Absolutely. The boys are ghost-busting now. We're, we're ghost-busting. And he says that because this episode, if you haven't already could tell, we went ghost hunting. <laughs> Paranormal investigating. We did. Oh, man. It was, <laughs> uh... I still think about it too much. Too much? Yeah, it was crazy, man. I think where it was raining and it just had that eerie vibe to it. Um, And then, you know, as we'll, you know, get into it, uh, just some of the other stuff that we experienced. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I messaged, well, I sent in the Facebook group, hey, do you know any, like, Giles County haunted places that we could investigate and I keep I kept seeing um 
the Paris Cemetery, which is located in Parisburg of uh, Giles County. And um, I looked up online and I saw a few things where it's allegedly haunted. And I messaged a lady who used to paranormal investigate. Her name is Amy Buchanan. And she responded back and she told me, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to the DAR, which is the Daughters of the American Revolutionary War, right? Yeah, yeah. Got that right. <laughs> and she said, yeah, they're okay with you guys going up there and investigating. Just uh, look out for any, you know, crazy hikers, um, people who might be trespassing, um, broken, uh, I guess, graves or whatever that we would inform her. And she would inform them. But we didn't see any of that, which is, I guess, a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it, it was very well upkept. Yes. You know, I'll say that. It was very well upkept. Except for the grass, at least. <laughs> the grass is yeah. hard. It's been, it's been raining, so. Yeah. Been growing and everything. Right. Well, Amy, she, um, she messaged me some, I guess, history or background of George Paris and what she experienced and captured when she went up there to investigate. And before we show you all our investigation up there, we actually recorded a whole, you know, you know, video of us trying to find some spooky shit. <laughs> and, but before that, we're going to, you know, give you a little backstory on everything. So let me pull up all the, uh, the history to George Paris. So this is a lot right here. I'll just go ahead and do my best to just read it all. Captain George Paris was born on February 16th, 1746 and became a soldier in the American Revolution and whereas after the war Captain Paris purchased 204 acres of land in Montgomery County which is now Giles County and operated a ferry at Bluff City across the New River he donated 53 acres of the land for a town and for county buildings and the first session of court were held in the new county of Giles on May 13, 1806, in the home of Captain Paris. He died on November 4, 1810, and was buried in a family cemetery on top of a hill. In 1927, Nancy Pearson, regent of the George Paris chapter of Daughters of the American Revolution, D.A.R., like we mentioned before, obtained a tombstone for Captain Paris's grave and collected $120 for a brick enclosure for the grave site. The Parisburg Town Council, Ruth Blevins of the George Paris Chapter D.A.R., Charles Perry of the Appalachian Trail, 
and William Compton of the United States Forest Service. Uh, sorry, I lost my track. Established the George Paris Cemetery Committee. The committee had three objectives to promote awareness and appreciation of Giles County history, preserve the valuable landmark by making an accessible trail to the site, and honor Captain Paris who donated the land for their town. The Paris Cemetery. This is on the Giles County uh, Virginia Mountain Playground.com. It reads, written by Teresa Fletcher. I've had a few people tell me that they'd love to go on a hike on the Appalachian Trail, but they just don't think they can climb a mountain. I always reply to this that I know just the place for them to go. The Paris Cemetery Trailhead is located at the intersection of Route 100 and Thomas Drive, just outside the town of Parisburg. There's a large sign at the entrance to the parking lot and room for several cars. The path of the cemetery is half a mile section of the Appalachian Trail. It's a fairly level walk along a mostly gravel path with a couple of benches if you need to rest. You may find a through hiker taking a nap on one of the benches from time to time or share the trail with a rabbit or two. Interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of plants and trees beside the trail, such as wild strawberries and sweet-smelling honeysuckle. Did you smell some honeysuckles? I was about to say, I did not share that trail with a uh, with any with any bunnies mm-hmm. uh, or any hikers. And the the smell of honeysuckle was not there. It was not. I was honestly, I might have been too afraid to smell. Fair enough. Fair enough. But my, my senses were just, they were going. They were going somewhere else. The AT, it's cryptic out there. The AT takes a turn left as you pass the entrance to the cemetery, and as you continue up the path, it begins to feel as if you are strolling back in time. The Paris Cemetery is a very old and is the final resting place of Revolutionary War Captain George Paris, a founding father of the town of Parisburg. Old glory files high above his grave while huge majestic trees and stand guard over the other grave sites. Headstones so old that the writing can no longer be read, mingled with newer, more legible stones. Sadly, many of them belong to children. Beautiful stone benches serve as both decoration and resting places. If you're brave enough to follow the animal trail to the top of the knoll, you can catch a glimpse of the New River. So, if you're always wanted to do a hike on the Appalachian Trail or just a fan of history, this short stroll is well worth the effort. Round trip is an hour or unless you get caught up in the history <laughs> and then you might want to spend the afternoon happy hiking. <laughs> well written, well written. So, very well written. I got very into that. Yes. 
So, she mentioned getting caught up in the history. But I don't think she meant the cryptic history. As in, haunted. <laughs> the, uh, the paranormal. The paranormal activity that is up on that hill. Running up that hill. So, Amy, going back to her, she sent me uh, the backstory on what she gathered, and I will read that off now. The first known burial was that of Captain George. Um, purchased the land, ultimately became the town of Parisburg by 1930. When the final burials had taken place, the graveyard was abandoned. The first known grave... Okay, she sent the... After his... Sh okay. So... During the Revolutionary War and the namesake of Parisburg, after his shoulder was seriously injured during a battle with the Tories at Shallow Ford on October 14, 1780, Paris purchased a tract of land that would later include the original town of Parisburg when he donated 53 acres of the land to build the town in 1808. He also donated the lumber and stones needed to build the town's first courthouse. Oh, interesting. Which would last until the current courthouse was constructed in 1836. Paris' donations were vital in establishing Parisburg as the Giles County seat in 1808. When he died on November 4th, he, uh, his ashes were buried on his farm. And this land was designated as a burial site for other locals and Confederate soldiers who were killed in local skirmishes. When George Paris died on November 4th, his ashes... Okay, she... Recent. Okay, so here is the... Um, paranormal activity that she experienced. EVPs, which are electronic voice phenomenon, just, you know, tape recorder. EVPs of children, giggling, talking... And some singing. Men talking. You could hear footsteps in the cemetery. And shadows walking behind trees. During the day, you can get full conversations on EVP. So with that being said. Me, Josh, Julia, and Haley went up to the cemetery. <laughs> And we were up there for about 25 minutes, maybe. Including the hike up and down. Uh, I, I think the... No. Probably no, longer. Think, yeah, I think we were up there for at least like 45 minutes. Uh, yeah, you're probably right, because we didn't really start recording fully <laughs> until we got up there. Yeah. We spent a ton of time uh, just at his great yeah and what you guys are about to see is some crazy stuff um while we were there we experienced some things but after we show you this we will tell you the additional things that we found which is pretty crazy so um josh are you ready to let them watch Okay. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, here is our paranormal investigation at the Paris Cemetery in Giles County. Okay, we are here at the Paris Cemetery in Giles County. This is our first time investigating mm -hmm. paranormal stuff. Yeah. We're going to be as respectful as possible. Oh. The light just went out. That's scary. <laughs> um, this one turns on to you. That might help. Yeah. yeah, there we Whoa. go. So we are mainly going to try and communicate with George Paris. And his grave is up there. He fought in the Revolutionary War. And we're just going to see if he can... Or anybody know. that'll bite. Yeah, huh. apparently there's dead babies up there. Uh, yeah. we got to be respectful. Oh, yeah, we're going to be respectful. But I'm just saying there's dead babies up there. And it's no... infants. Yes. I can't speak dead baby. Yeah. Amy, who sent me all this information, said that there's possibilities of hearing kids laughing, giggling, um, men talking, shadows, and uh, George communicating. So, we'll see how it goes. Well. It's wet up there. Spooky. And spooky. It's cryptic out there. Oh. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Alright, let's do it. I'm watching our backs because it's cryptic out here. It's cryptic out there. <sighs> this is the kind of stuff that they get me into. Come on, Bobbino. Everybody, let's go. I know that we can do it. For the listeners, we are on our way up on the trail. Julius. Two hours before camping. Yeah, there's apparently people camping, so we need to uh, be careful with that. Julius said that this bench really freaks her out. It does kind of look a little spooky. I mean, it's just old. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's because it's, like, not quite at the trail yet and, like, in the center of everything. I don't know. Yeah. Josh, you want to sit there? I can, yeah. It's a little it's, wet, It's though. a wet. No. Yeah. Not wet ass in this trip. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll continue on. So we made it up here. There's another bench. Who was Captain George Paris? Served as a captain in the Revolutionary War. He was wounded and returned home only to have his wife die in front in the next month. George bought 204 acres of land near the New River. Here he built his home and opened a ferry operation. Is that him right there? Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Looks like Dracula. He really does. Yeah. There's stuff. Yeah, there you go. His um, grave is up here at like the top corner. Okay, that's right over there. I'm gonna take a photo. Alright, we found it. It has its, you know, special spot. It's, you know, surrounded by brick. You wanna get the equipment out? Yeah. Start doing it? Yeah. Justin's getting out the equipment so that we can see. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm feeling a little spooked out. You know? I don't know. Gosh, I'm this is really crazy. Feeling, I'm not really feeling anything. No, I'm not feeling anything yeah. at the moment. I'm not really feeling anything. I feel fucking creepy vibes. Like, I feel like people really? are staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the EMF detector, we got an EVP, and then we have the temperature laser. So, uh, I'm gonna start using that. 
The temperature laser is going to tell us that it's um, cold and raining. <laughs> and partly cloudy and um, I'd say about 63 degrees. Okay, bring it down here. Okay. Yeah. It's basically if the temper drops significantly, then, you know. Does it like sound spot. off? No, you, but you can read the temperature. Yeah, you can see something real creepy. Yeah. yeah. What? What is that? Oh That's my spider. god. Oh my god. Look at that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm so afraid. Let me see the phone. Oh. That's one big spider. That's the kind of spider that turns into Spider Man. probably spent all day long making that for me to ruin half of it. <laughs> the rain is starting to come down even more. That's the most up-to-date weather. Okay, bye. I'm not good at filming things. What? I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to them. EMF detector is on. We are at George's grave. We'll start asking him questions. The acoustics in here are crazy. It is. <laughs> are you here with us, George? If so, can you make a sign to let us know that you are? Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. The EMF is on red. Can you make one more sign? Is that you changing the EMF? The red, the color red. If you are here with us, can you say something to this black device I have in my hand? your thoughts on the revolutionary it just war. blinked it blinked yeah that were y'all watching it no was... keep it on that would you yeah could you give us a sign your voice 
make a sound. Do you still feel pain from the shoulder injury you suffered during the war? At 63, George, can you say something to us? Where are you supposed to be blinking? George Parrish, Revolutionary Soldier, February 16th, 1746, November 4th, 1810. George Parrish, Chapter of the DAR. Knock something over behind us. Come here. It's kind of hard to hear anything with all these cars back here. Yeah. We can move back towards there. Is that where the infant graves are? Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell. A lot of these graves are... Hidden. Uh, hidden and kind of, you know, run down. Yeah. Do you know that you're dead? <laughs> Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Are you in some type of purgatory? Are you trapped? Does this disturb your peace? Do you find this type of conversation disrespectful? Yeah. Over 200 recorded graves are in the cemetery, dating from 1810 to 1930. That's a long time. Yeah, it is. Over 100 years. Yeah. All right, let's go. I think one of the problems with this is everything's so run down. It's going to be hard to communicate with anything if you don't know what's here. Yeah. Like Julia said, there's so many unmarked graves here. I'm not trying to step over, a, yeah. step on a bunch of people's yeah. graves and disrespect this further. I say excuse me every time I accidentally step on one, but who's that? I don't know. Oh, Jane. What? I told mom that I was coming, but Hell. that's the only person that knows. Don't be fucking with no, me. No, I'm not. Is that recording? Yeah. That's definitely like somebody <laughs> with me. <laughs> it's gotta be. Look, read him the text. Julia, this is George Paris. Get off my... <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Okay, the only person that I told that I was coming here is my mother. So, Linda, that's really funny. And Josh, I know that you're behind this as well. So, thanks, guys. For freaking me out for a second. I'm literally standing on somebody's grave right now. Excuse me. So... I wonder if walking back down the trail, I wonder if we pick up anything, see if anything's following us out of here. You're right. Nothing might be showing us here, but we might be able to see it on the way back down. Yeah. The only thing I think we should do is we should come back during the day. During the day? Yeah. And do like a nighttime versus a daytime experience. That could work. Hey Josh, can you shine your light up that way just so that I can like feel a little bit better? Okay, thank you. Didn't they say they got good readings and stuff whenever they came during the day? Yeah. During the day it's like a lot quieter and more peaceful. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's what we should do. We should come back. That way we can actually see where we're walking and what we're interacting with. Yeah, we're like not scared at all. Like this is so much fun and like so much fun. I just think that during the day it would be like a little bit better. 
What's going on? Uh, I just feel like this is creepy. Yeah. See, so you're you're feeling something. Feeling creeped out. That's for sure. I like my chest. Yeah. Maybe like I don't know if it's like anxiety. I don't normally get anxiety. There's a possum over there. Oh my god. I was is like, it, oh, yeah. Oh, I get anxiety all the time, so I can't like differentiate. Yeah, that Look possum's at coming him. toward us. He's rabid. <laughs> okay, we can we can head out. Okay, so we're back in the car. We were up there for about 20, 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. But the walk was how long do you think it was? Uh, Ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. We didn't get like any. Well, I didn't get any weird feelings. Julia feels a little drained right now. Mm -hmm. What'd you feel? Um, kind of like, like a tight feeling in my chest. Like, I got that too. Not really like burning, just, and it's not really anxiety, it's just stuff I get normally when I feel like there's a presence nearby. Right. Josh? I could have swore when we, and I didn't say anything, but I could have swore when we were walking down that I felt. You felt that? Yeah. Really? So, what, like, just like, now, or? Like, like, uh... I kind of felt that presence about halfway, like for like the whole halfway of our walk. So and then I felt freak. some like tingles on my back and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But while we were up there, it got like, like there was just a feeling like it was a, not a great one. Really? Yeah, it wasn't a good feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think once we asked George if he was there, I don't think he was happy about it. As soon as I turned on that EMF, it went red. Yeah. And it, that hardly ever happens. Yeah. I don't think he was happy with us being there. Right. I don't think we're, we were disrespectful. No, I don't think we were disrespectful. I just don't think that he wanted, wanted us there. Yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, we're going up there and disturbing him. Yeah. Trying to ask him some questions. Right, right. So, we took photos. We, we have some EVP recordings. I'll uh, take some time to, you know, look into that and Go see through. if we, yeah, see if we uh, captured anything, you know, weird. But that was fun. I mean, that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. That was very interesting. We'll have to go back during the day. During the day, yeah. When it's quieter and we're able to actually look and get a good look at everything. Yeah. Because a lot of the uh, the area is not mowed down, so, like, the grass was really high, and we didn't want to walk on any graves, but, uh, yeah. That was, that was interesting. That's one way to put it. <laughs> Saging Josh. Get a whiff of that beard. <laughs> I don't blame any of the negative energy that I came in contact with today. Keeping it at Paris Cemetery, where it belongs. I do not want that negative energy with me. Keep it at the Paris Cemetery. <laughs> what an experience. Do you think we're crazy? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we are back. What did you guys think? Kind of ridiculous? Yes. Was it fun? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Very fun. Now, yes. There was some creepy things 
I guess in the video that you might not have caught, but we're back here to elaborate and kind of explain what what we what we captured. So I may or may not have uh, marked where an apparition was captured, like kind of behind me in a way, or like beside me when we were in George Paris's uh, grave. It wasn't Josh's light headlamp. It wasn't a vehicle headlight because I was inside of his, um, what do you, whatever you call it. Yeah, his, his grave area. It was marked off by... Uh, bricks. Yeah, yeah, bricks. And the bricks were like maybe a, a few feet from me. And an apparition appears like maybe for a second. And we can't explain what that was. So when I was, you know, looking at the footage, that kind of was like, oh shit. Did we just capture George Paris? But who knows? <laughs> yeah, because there's so there's over two hundred graves on that on that site. Yeah, yeah. But when I turned on the EMF detector, which captures high energy frequencies, it never turns red when I usually, you know, try to play with it. But when I turned it on, instantly it was red. The whole I mean, time we, we were went, there. When we went to Louisa Cutting's apartment, we took that yeah. and turned it on and everything. Didn't turn red. Uh, and this was like almost as if... Was it after we asked the first question? I think so. It was like the very first question. Like, George, are you here with us? Yes. And switched over to red. <laughs> and that's whenever... Then we started asking more questions or whatever... That's sort of when I started getting more of an eerie feeling because he was there to tell us, I'm here with you, but it didn't seem like maybe he wanted us there. Right, right. And you kept telling me that, but I was like, wait, just wait. I was like, oh, he does not seem very happy about this. No. And I I tried to ask as many questions as I could think of. Josh asked questions. Um... But yeah, we just got that red light, and it kind of, you know, freaked us out, of course. And then that apparition. So we moved on to the other area of, of, the, of the hill, just to see if we could find other tombstones or headstones. And I left the EVP on the whole time. And I re-listened to it. It was probably like 25 minutes long. And as you heard, it sounded like a growl, like a deep growl. Does anyone want to communicate with us? In that first one. Yeah, like at the very end, it just seemed kind of like a quick... Just... Yeah. And that, that was the first... Um, EVP that we captured. And the second EVP was what seems to be like kids giggling. Julia, come over here. Can you shine your light over here, John? Well, never mind. It's fine. 
Like Julia said, there's so many unmarked graves here. I'm not trying to step over, a, yeah. step on a bunch of people's yeah. graves and disrespect this further. I say excuse me every time I actually step on one, but... Yeah, it's something like that. It is very faint, but it was kind of out of the ordinary. It's One thing Justin and I were talking about was it's really hard because... There was so much other noise yeah. that we captured. I mean, the bugs were going hard. Very hard. <laughs> yeah. And so was the traffic, which was unfortunate. And, and it was raining, too. So yeah. Everything was really working against us. That's why it's like, a lot of this is kind of like, well, we we feel like we heard it. Mm-hmm. But we had so much other stuff working against us. Right. We feel like we heard it, but also, you guys felt it would you like to explain that because i didn't feel anything it's just when we got back into the vehicle thinking about it i was like you know what i think maybe george if that was him he didn't want us there but go ahead and explain what happened to you and everybody else so i don't feel nothing you know, out of all the scary, spooky stuff that we've been in, I don't, I don't feel nothing. And like, I've really battled with myself, like, in a sense, because I didn't want to be like, oh, I just felt something to feel something, whatever. But I didn't feel really like I felt an eerie feeling just because we knew George was with us, but he didn't want to answer any questions. I felt eerie. But once we started to pack up, we were ready to go. Uh, Justin was in front, and then Julia, and then Haley, and then I was in the back. And as we were leaving, it's kind of like when you walk down by where that kind of, there's that gate, and you get back on the trail. The benches, too. Yeah, as we got past, like, there, and we were almost out, I felt like what would have been a hand, like, lightly grab me on the shoulder, and then I just felt this chill go down my back. Yeah. And I wanted to throw up. <laughs> that And that is the first time you've ever experienced something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like I said, I battled with myself, but there's just, that was such a weird feeling, you know? Yeah. Like, never felt that before. Right. I mean, we've even been in St. Albans multiple times. I mean, and Josh, that's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in Virginia, and Josh didn't feel anything when he was there. Yeah, I mean, in, like, the bowling alley, yeah. which is one of the most haunted parts there, we spent, like, five hours, Yeah, you know, in the dark, and I didn't feel anything. Right, right. So, when you told me that, I was a little taken aback. I was like, really? Did you really feel something? Yeah. And then, you know, Julia and Haley were talking about, you know, just that chest tightening and that that feeling of, uh, man, probably not being alone. Yeah. Like, that's one of the big things, just the feeling of not being alone. Right. Unfortunately, I didn't really feel anything. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too numb to all this shit. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I definitely believe you guys, and... Um, I'm somewhat glad you experienced something. 
I, I mean, I know it probably scared you in a way, but I'm glad you experienced something. Well, I think if anything, I was open to the fact of, well, if we're going to do this, like, it's a possibility of something, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe that was just me opening myself up to the opportunity for them to interact with me or something. And you, I think you have to do that too if you, if, if, um, if one wants to try and communicate with the other side, I guess. Yeah, you have to be welcoming. Right. So other than that, we, we thought about, you know, possibly going back when maybe during the day and maybe during the fall or winter when, you know, the bugs have died. And yeah, it's a lot more quieter. Yeah, and it's a lot quiet. And um, just see if we could capture anything, you know, better. But I think we, we captured some pretty good stuff for our, you know, first time together investigating. You know, the apparition, the EVPs, and then obviously the, the, uh, the physical feelings. Yeah, yeah. You know, for our first one, I would definitely uh, give it a gold star. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd give it a gold star. Yeah. The next one, I hope, uh, you know, as we get better at it, I, I just get more and more afraid. <laughs> We we'll have to. We're gonna have to like buy a uh, buy some like signature ghost hunting clothes or something like that. <laughs> hey, that uh, it's cryptic out there, brand. Yes, the cryptic skulls investigating black everything. <laughs> oh yeah, paint my nails black. Eyeliner. Yeah, <laughs> full on goth. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, that's pretty much what all we have um it was kind of a special episode for the 50th one but obviously we plan on doing more of uh episodes like these but you know we'll gradually get better over time but yeah this was a fun one yeah yeah this was it was cool you know usually when we've been not in the studio we've been out and about it's been investigating true crime stuff right this was nice to investigate people who were already dead. <laughs> we don't have to worry about, you know... Yeah, who've been dead for hundreds of years. Yes, yeah. And that's what's fun about this podcast is pretty much investigating things. I mean, I wouldn't call us, you know, law enforcement investigator detectives or anything, but I mean, I mean, we do go out and we try and find the truth of things. I would call us two halves of a whole idiot. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But yeah, I guess this is the end of the episode. <laughs> but thank you all for, you know, watching and listening. For the listeners, um, I did my best to edit to where it's entertaining for you to listen as well. But it'll probably be better for you to watch. But yeah, this is definitely a visual episode. Visual episode, but I made sure to make it to where it's enjoyable to listen as well. If you can't watch it, so yeah. Other than that, if you guys like the podcast, five star on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, leave a review, share it, uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. 
we're on all social medias, Facebook, our private Facebook group, um, Instagram, it's cryptic out there, uh, hotline. If you have any paranormal experiences at Paris Cemetery or anywhere in Giles or anywhere that you're listening, if call you the think ho- your house is haunted. If you think your house is haunted and you want the cryptic boys to come and investigate, we will. Yeah, we will. We will do that. Yeah. We'll even save your house. Absolutely. Yeah. We and will I, do that. I also plan on, you know, purchasing some uh, other cleansing stuff. Yeah. We're, we're really getting into this. We're so, getting into it. Like, Justin and I have had talks that, like, this isn't kind of a joke. Like, this isn't a joke. We want to become, we take, we're taking this seriously. We want to be professional at this. Absolutely. So, so watch back. Watch back. If you have anything you would like to share or uh, let us know, call the hotline, Cryptic Hotline, 540-358-1583. You can text or leave a voicemail. The voicemail ends after three minutes, but you could always call back and continue the conversation. By the way, my grandma yesterday was like, you need to be careful. You're, you're chasing that darkness. You're chasing that darkness. Grandma is okay. It's okay. We're the light chasing the darkness. Exactly. We're trying to bring light into the darkness. That's right. That's right. That's why you got to join the good cult. Yes, the cryptic cult. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And lastly... Watch your back. It's cryptic out there. Mm-hmm.